Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. It's uh, four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, and I've got to tell you real quick about it, uh, about Air Park Auto Service. Air Park Auto Service is up in Scottsdale. Now, in Scottsdale, I have one shop that really does a good job north of Indian Bend, and and it's Air Park Auto. Nadine and Stacy opened Air Park Auto Service in 1985. Stacy passed away a while ago, and Nadine is still running and operating that shop. She's a very sturdy lady, and she knows right from wrong. She's been around cars almost her whole life, so she's smart. So any of those of you ladies that prefer to deal with a lady, then Air Park Auto Service in Scottsdale would be a good place for you to develop a relationship. They've been on my best car repair shops list for years and years. They have a state-of-the-art, clean, green facility. They have all the latest diagnostic tools. I know you'll be happy with Air Park Auto. They're on Rain Tree just south of Frank Lloyd Rider Bell, just east of Hayden. Rain Tree and Hayden, just east. All righty. Let's go to our callers real quick. Steve, you're first, and Harry, you're second. Steve, go right ahead. Yeah, Mark, uh, Steve and Glendale, love your show. Thank you. Um, I'm looking for the last sort of repair shop I'll ever need. Um, I have a 2000 Toyota 4Runner that I've had since uh brand new bought a brand new uh six cylinder two wheel drive uh kept it in great shape and it runs like it's brand new and it looks like it's brand new so i'm bouncing around between auto shops right now and i uh am just looking for a suggestion for a, a good trustworthy shop that won't try to sort of uh find things wrong with it you know okay well i think glendale 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 can you go north up to Deer Valley? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, well, I, I got two of them along the I-17 corridor. I've got Action Auto Repair at Deer Valley, uh, northwest corner of Deer Valley and I-17, and I've got Kurtz on the northeast corner of Bell and I-17. Okay. I, I personally, well, as all my shops, I, I want to tell you, both these guys, neither of these guys is into this bring you in for a 995 oil change and sell you the world flush your wallet out of your pocket they're 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 just you know what do you want us to fix what do you want us to do and we'll do it and we'll do it right they know the difference the other day one of them I'm not going to tell you who had a customer complaint so I investigated the customer complaint on behalf of the customer and I said to the shop and to the customer I think the customer's wrong on this complaint and here's why and one of them said you know what? He's been a customer of mine for a long time, and I'm going to give him what he asked. And I said, fine, 
That's fine. I was impressed. It's not. I wasn't impressed because they overruled me. I was impressed because they just saw the value of the customer. And it was an issue on, it was a real gray area issue where maybe the customer led the shop to go in this direction and really they should have said to go north instead of south. And so there was a little bit of diagnostic money that went towards here and there. And, and, and really it, they both admitted their parts and neither one of them lied. And so, but I'm just telling you, if you want that kind of develop a relationship and 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 have one that you can pass on from generations because i'm proud to tell you i'm on the third generation i did grandma and grandpa in 1979 that are now grandma and grandpa then i had mom and dad now i got their kids yesterday one of their kids came in so i i and so tom will be around a long time he's up at i-17 in your valley and kurt's going to be around a long time and he's at bell so either Uh, one of those shops how many miles does your forerunner have on it steve I have 215,000 miles on it. Okay. So you're you're due now to pay for the second 100,000 more than likely. So belts and hoses and stuff like that that you did not pay for the second 100, you're due in the first 20 of the next 100. Now you get to 220, 230, you've done all that work. Now you go from 230 to 300 and you're home free. Or two yeah, th- the other way around. And just ask, I, you know, if you get a list from a shop, any shop, just ask them to prioritize it or ask them to, you know, what needs to be done now, what can wait, um, you know, and ask them to show you and as price well, it. you know. And the price the, the, so you, you can the do water it as well. Pump, the water pump just got replaced. I just, that finally went after 15 years or 16 years. Mm-hmm. So uh, the, the original one, so that was great. But they also did the timing timing system timing belt and everything yep. uh-huh. so I'm, yep. I'm good to go with all that it's running like a dream that's great uh i just i'm just i want to keep it forever because it's just i love the truck it's the best best truck i'll ever own probably i just love it so. okay well and they die for two reasons of all the motors that we replace we replace them because they were run low on oil or overheated i and... I, I, I religiously change oil every three thousand miles okay and i've i've never used synthetic i used what was standard the okay. whole time so, All right, you'll be fine. Good luck to you. Thank you very good. much. You betcha. Harry, good morning to you. How can I help you? Good morning, Mark. Good talking to you again. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, a week or two ago, you were talking about uh, Carfax. I was. Uh, uh, Carfax, on, uh, you know, when you buy a used car, somebody called in and was asking about uh, buying a car, and you, I think you said something about Carfax. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was listening to another show, I think it's on your channel, Car Insiders, and they were uh, talking about, you know, buying cars and, you know, whatever. And they said something about Carfax that I'd never heard before, that uh, that a, if there was an accident or something like that, it's only uh, reported to Carfax that's been reported to the police department. You know, I, I don't know that that's the truth. Um, I can tell you that I've seen uh, cars with accidents reported, and I believe that they're reported by the insurance companies and I also believe they were reported by the dealerships and let me explain why. Carfax has come to me and asked to buy my database so I'm not willing to sell the database because I have to ask 38,000 people for permission and I'm not, I don't have enough time in my life to do that but they want they want the they want the the work order with the VIN and they want to know everything I've done so they can import it and put me there. So when you run a Carfax, you'll find dealer says that oil changed, dealer this, dealer that. That's because the dealer sold their database. So dealers, body shops also come in that big package. So now we've got the, some of the insurance companies, I'm pretty sure, but I know for sure that dealerships, body shops are tied to that. 
So I think it's a good. I still I haven't changed my mind though, yeah. Harry. With all due respect, it's still a. Uh, it's the other day a guy brought a car in yesterday for a used car checkover, and it had four owners, but in reality it had only gone through two people. So you have to decipher the Carfax to understand that actually it went from a dealer to a in to a auction, then it went from the, from the auction to the second owner. And then the second owner happens to be a, a, a used car lot. So it really only had two owners, although it shows that it's had four. So Yeah, it, it gives a lot of good information, like you said, with the owners and stuff. A lot of people say, hey, I'm the original owner. You do a Carfax and you figure out that's not the truth or it's been through 10 different people. And there's probably a reason why. Yeah. Um, but I, if somebody got into an accident and paid cash or just paid and, and didn't go through their insurance, I'm not sure that that would be on a Carfax Correct. You're right. If they hired a shop that wasn't given their d- database, there would be no record of that. But here's what happens: you have a police, you have an accident. More than likely, you're going to have a document called a police report. Mm-hmm. More than likely, you're going to have an insurance company involved, and more than likely, you're going to have the repair facility involved. There's a one in three chance that's going to get on the internet or that get get on the Carfax. Unless you are driving a suburban. <laughs> <laughs> and do do donuts in your own car wash <laughs> and run it I don't know and run it into a wall and there oh wasn't a God. police report and there wasn't an insurance company <laughs> they should be horse whip. oh yeah oh. I, I'm not sure who that was but I'm pretty sure I am astounded nobody knows about I'm that <laughs> I am shocked <laughs> Can I ask you another question? No, you can't. I, no, no, you're I, done I with questions I, right now, buddy. You're done. <laughs> Holy man. Uh, now, I'm forced to tell the story because you can never do radio by telling a joke without telling the story. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. Here's the story. I I built a Suburban, uh, and I it had a 454, and it was a four-wheel drive, and I had fancy paint on it, and I put a blower on it, and it was a doggone monster. Well, that's a good off-road vehicle. So yeah. I picked up Andy from a uh, a volleyball, uh, volleyball game, game. And, uh, and behind me was my wife and the other two kids. And we always drive through our self-service car wash when we can just to make sure everything's okay. So I pull through the first bay, and the bay's wet, so I get my tires wet. And as I pull around the four bays, there's a big parking area in the front. And, and I used to say to the kids, do you want to take a trip around the car wash and I could go into bay one and burn in the rubber, spin the car around and go through bay four and do a complete circle with kind of sliding sideways. (laughs) So today I'm with Andy. Renee's parked at the entrance of the car wash. It's dark. I say to Andy, you want to take a spin around the car wash? (laughs) Andy says, no, I don't. Well, it doesn't make any difference to me. I throttle up the Suburban. I'm doing a spin. All of a sudden, I hit a dry patch. The rear end grabs. It launches me into a wall. And the next thing I know, we are at a 45-degree angle because the Suburban has caused crawled a wall in the car wash. Then as it comes down, you know those big 4-inch poles that you put to protect your walls? Those right, ballards? Right. Did it work? It, well, it just ramped my butt right up on that wall. And then it came back down, so Renee is really mad, Andy is crying, Alan is laughing, so I back the Suburban, which is leaking every fluid possible, possible. I back it over by the gate, and I hop in Renee's car and say, you know, let's go home. The next morning I get there, 
and my guys have wrapped it in crime scene tape. <laughs> and that was a fifteen thousand yeah. dollar mistake Whoa. that I that I fixed, and there's no record of that. <laughs> yeah, fifteen dollar or thousand dollar burnout uh, that did more damage to the suburban than it did the car wash. So so yes, that happened. And thank you for bringing that up. And yeah, this will no be the problem. last time you come to this radio show. I can tell you that much. Hey, Harry, thank you very much, buddy. Okay, thanks a lot. All righty. All right, 602-508-0960. I'm telling you what. I'm telling you what. You bring up those things in my world that uh, <laughs> that I don't uh, I don't really know why you do that. Okay, folks, if you if you do uh, if you do business with someone no matter what kind of the business is and if you have a bad experience, you can always review them on the internet and of course you all know that there's Yelp and there's Better Business Bureau and there's Angie's List and there's all kinds of review places. Google has one. But if you do, if if somebody treats you nice, then I think you should also do that as well. I think it goes both ways. As a business owner, I am not soliciting your reviews. I'm just simply asking you, as one of my listeners, that when you get treated extra nice, I'm saying from like maybe 80% to 100% of your expectations, that you do something nice, that you go on, just give a brief summary of what it is they did and why you found it so nice. Um, we're being held hostage in the business world by people who go in and they're untraceable. And I, I, I actually had one myself the other day where they talked about something that never happened at my shop. And I simply asked for a, for the number of the work order because we can backtrack the work order. And they said no. So I don't even know who the customer is, but they talk about a situation that none of my 30 people have ever, uh, we never experienced. Mm-hmm. The conversation never occurred. And, and, and fact of the matter is, is if that conversation would have occurred, it would have been overheard by other people. So it's, it, and it was a front lobby conversation. So I don't know if it was a competitor. I don't know if it's somebody I didn't hire. I don't know if it's Andy's old boyfriend. I don't know who it is. All I can tell you is, is that businesses in general appreciate re- reviews, even if they're bad. And I've had bad ones that I deserved, and, and I hope I made them right. So uh, on behalf of all the businesses, the dry cleaners, the restaurants, your auto repair shop, your all those just, people, to yeah, just spend go, some time. Just say something nice. Say something yeah, nice, or up. if you're going to say something negative, just leave the door open for a solution. Yeah. Remember that one lady said, I was unhappy about the windshield wipers. They bent one, and our, our solution was, is bring your car in, we're going to put new wipers on it, and we're going to give you a free oil change yeah. for your time. But she told us what it was that was wrong, and then we made yeah, it right. you can make it right. So anyways, and we have lines open, 602-508-0960. We'll be right back. Hello. I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified, We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May. And I wrote this message. 
Nobody likes to be in debt, and that's why it's usually not wise to borrow money. But if your air conditioner calls it quits in the middle of summer and you don't have cash on hand, what are you going to do? Mike Aliyah here again from Benefit Air to give you the best solution to a difficult problem because sometimes we have to make tough choices in life with money issues and we need all the help we can get. Because Benefit Air is a train comfort specialist dealer, we have access to financing terms that other dealers can't even come close to. What if you could get a brand new train system complete with a full 10-year parts and labor warranty for a low monthly payment? And what if a large portion of that monthly payment would be offset by the savings in your energy bill? And what if the energy savings over the life of the system was actually equal to or more than the cost of the system? At Benefit, we want to help you out of a tight spot by offering payment options that are affordable while providing you with a wise investment that can save you money for years to come. Call Benefit today to find out more about the financing options for a new high-quality train system that you can afford. 602-840-9229 or visit us on the web at BenefitAir.com. Experience the benefit of using Benefit Air. Okay, Simon, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. And what do people normally wear? Clothes. Exactly. So now Mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Clothes keep us warm, they look good, and if we go out without them, the neighbors will talk. So it's important to know how to get dressed. Here's how it's done. Underwear always comes first, name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole, or you have to start all over. If you're wearing a tie, it goes over, round, round, through, and pull tight. Tuck your shirt into your pants and zip up your flat. Socks go in first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and you're left with bunny ears. I love bunnies. Good to know. Now remember, spots don't go with stripes, socks don't go with sandals, and if you've tucked in your shirt, wear a belt. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But spending just two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier and could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. For fun two-minute videos to watch while brushing, visit 2min2x.org. That's 2min2x.org. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Miles, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. Get out to the forest. <laughs> And discover the wonders of nature with your family, just like Blue, Jewel, and the whole Rio flock. Let the kids connect to their roots. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah! Let's rock this jungle. Fresh air. What a glorious morning. Clean water. Woohoo! This is great. And endless surprises. Yo, this is untapped territory. How amazing. (laughs) Visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. raised up from under my hood and he shook his head and said this ain't good Welcome back, everybody. 22 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. We've got open lines available. Bob, you're first. Stay right there. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by SNS Tire and Auto Service. They have three locations on the west side. They have one in Peoria, Surprise, and Goodyear. At SNS, they have a complete, and when I say complete and comprehensive line of tires, what I say is, is every size and a variety of brands, so you have choices. So if you want something that's just going to last the next year, they got it. If you want something that's going to last the next 50, 60,000 miles, they've got it. But they also have tires for your farm equipment, your golf equipment, your lawn equipment, your garden equipment, your ATV, your trailers, commercial tires, and construction equipment tires. So they've got anything. They'll balance your new tires, and they do alignments, and they do suspension work if that's what you need done. But they're not going to tell you you need something you don't. So if you're looking for tires on anything you own, then my suggestion is is stop by one of the S&S tire locations in the West Valley, Peoria, Surprise, or Goodyear. Bob, good morning to you. How can I help you? Hi, Mark. My wife has a 2015 Equinox with a 4 
cylinder. And the owner's manual says that 45,000 miles, you have to have the transmission and the brake fluid replaced. So what do you think is a ballpark number if I shop that around? Um, what do you think? Uh, oh, you know what? I have the, well, I have the cheat sheet right a, here. A transmission flush and a brake flush? Yeah. Brake flush, I would say you're probably about $110. Okay, we're going to bracket that so okay. we, have, we cover everybody else. The transmission fluid flush is going to be somewhere in the vicinity of $150 to $200. I'm bracketing my price. Yeah. I think that's a fair thing to do. Some guys are going to be a little lower. Some guys are going to be a little higher. Okay, as far as your brake fluid flush, depending on if you have ABS, it's going to be somewhere in the vicinity of probably $125 to $175. Say, but yeah, but I want to caution you about something. I'm surprised about that at 45,000 miles. I would think that um, if you'll send me a link, mark at SalemBoysAuto.com, send me an, your email, I'll send you a link for this brake fluid tester because that's the issue. It's moisture. So if you have a lot of moisture, we need to flush it. But if you don't have a lot of moisture, then I don't flush my own, and I sometimes go 100,000 miles without flushing my brake fluid because the moisture content is not of significance, and, and I'm not worried about it. Brake fluid and water together um, deteriorate your brake fluid. Water is a bad thing. Water, water and brake fluid just causes corrosion you wouldn't otherwise have with just brake fluid. So the moisture content is the important part. With respect to the transmission fluid, this is what I would do if I were you. I would take the dipstick out of the transmission, and I would touch it to the chrome bumper. And then I would go get a quart of transmission fluid, and I would touch it to the front bumper. And if they both are red and cherry, and they both have the same light reflection, and they both look the same, and they both smell the same, I'm not quite sure I would be happy if my technicians told you you needed a transmission flush. I can't find the dipstick. I don't think there is a dipstick on that transmission. And, and if that's the case, in your owner's manual, it will say that. And if that's the case, then... I, I'm I'm really confused because the sealed transmissions typically start service at about 80 to 100. Yeah. So now on the sealed transmission, there's usually a screen, and what we have to do is we have to take the t we have to find and take the two cooler lines that go forward to the cooler. We have to interrupt those lines and we have to hook a flush machine up and we push new fluid in and old fluid out. And and right now, probably only about 25% of the shops are, are don't want to do that or are capable of doing that. So you're going to want to call around and, and say to them, I think I have a sealed transmission, and it's calling for a flush at 45. I'm really surprised about that because it's been my understanding that um, the seals are going 80 to 100 every time I've ever looked in an owner's manual. So, but I'd want to go to a transmission shop, for not a general repair shop for the transmission service. No, well, anybody could do that. Yeah, that's that's not really that hard. If you have the equipment and you've used it more than once, that's not really that hard. It's 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 quick wow. connect connectors, and and I want you to picture this. There's two tubes that are six inches in diameter that are four foot tall. Are you with me? Yes. They're they're plexiglass. They're see through. And so I'm going to dump, well, I don't know, if, if, if your Equinox is a General Motors, so I'm going to take Dextron. Um, I'm going to dump uh, probably three gallons, 15, 15 quarts. What, three gallons is four, is 12 quarts. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to dump three gallons in the, in the one tube, and I'm going to start flushing. And, and the other tube's going to have the old stuff in it. So as I see it coming into the other tube, as soon as it starts looking like the other tube, I shut the valve, and then I just do the backwards 
then I start pushing the new fluid in and shoving the old fluid out. And so once I see that I've flushed it good, then I flip the valve and I start filling it with new stuff. It's not that hard. It's The equipment's sophisticated, but it's not that hard. All righty? Okay. So the total for the brake and transmission? Could easily be 300 to $400, just depending on who you're who doing it. It shouldn't be over $400 for it the should, whole thing. It should not be. It should not be. Okay. All right. Okay. Thanks, right. Thank you. I, I think one other thing, too, is a lot of people get confused between the transmission flush and the transmission service. Okay. So the flush is going to replace, what, 8 to 10 quarts plus, and you're not doing a filter with the transmission service. You're dropping the pan. You're doing less of the fluid, but you're doing the filter. Right. So there's a difference between the two, um, and a lot of people don't really understand that difference. But he can't find the dipstick, and that bothers me, which means it's going to have a screen, probably going to have a screen and a non-serviceable filter, mm -hmm. but it's going to be a sealed transmission. Yeah. So the fact that he that they can't find the dipstick raises the hair. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You go, yeah. okay, all right. then. And if he's right, then there's a good chance that there's not going to be any screen to clean, or if there is, it, you pull this thing out, and it's this little round thing about the size of a 50 cent piece that's three inches long yeah. and you pull it out you sh clean it up you put it back in and you're done yeah so a sealed transmission's going to have the ability to capture all the solid byproducts in some other place mm -hmm. and it's not going to hurt the transmission and if you have a dipstick then you have that option of doing absolutely either. dipstick makes it a lot easier in every sense of the word because um if you do just the filter and you want to put three of the 10 quarts back in it you just put three in the dipstick tube and you're done yeah so it's it's you're right. It's it's easier that way. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. 602-508-0960. You got one in five chance if you call now. When we come back, I'm going to tell you the story that I promised to tell you the other day about a lady with a Nissan Frontier that took it into a shop and she was told she needed a thirty-five, thirty-eight hundred dollar transmission. She took it to another shop and she ended up with a twenty-two hundred dollar repair to the engine. So the question is is what would have happened if they would have done that transmission and ended up with the same problem? Wow. So I'll tell you how it turned out, and you can learn from that because this is how you protect yourself. And, of course, it's called self-defense for car expense, and that's right here every Saturday, 10 to noon. We'll be right back. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. 
How would you like to flip a contract on a house overnight for a nice profit? Hi, I'm Nick Fertucci. For the last three years, my elite team of house flippers have used my unique three-step flipping system to reduce risk and make money flipping houses. I'm growing my team in your area, and I'm looking for help. I have more cash available than deals right now, and I can show you how to get up to $350,000 of pre-approved real estate funding. That's right, I said it. $350,000 of pre-approved real estate funding, regardless of credit score. Interested candidates, call now and get an inside peek of my flipping system. I'll rush you out a free copy of my Fortunes and Flipping CD kit that will show you how to get in, get out, and get paid when you come join my team. Call 1-800-450-1024 now to get your free flipping kit. Call 800-450-1024 and you'll also get free tickets to a training workshop that includes a free $20 Visa gift card, a smartphone watch, and USB flash drive loaded with Nick's powerful information as free gifts just for attending. Call 800-450-1024. That's 800-450-1024. Call now. Captain Eric Lawrence was training Afghan soldiers when his truck was hit by an IED. I was on the way from Kandahar to Klot. I hit an IED that just took the truck and threw it up in the air and slammed it on the ground. I knew at first that I I got hurt pretty bad because I couldn't move my legs. I sat home alone for months. I didn't want that anymore. I wanted to go back to work. I was hesitant at first, you know, because I didn't work for a good year. I want to be a productive person. I want to be a drain on society. I want to be a positive thing in society. PBA helped me write my resume, got me a job interview. I got the job. Helping veterans like Eric is what we've done for over 65 years. Paralyzed Veterans of America, paving access for veterans' employment through Operation PAVE. For more information, visit pva.org. A public service message from Paralyzed Veterans of America. When the smartest audience in talk radio turns 960 The Patriot on every day, good things happen. Listeners are informed and entertained. Not only that, the economy is stimulated by the advertisers who use this radio station to reach our great listeners. If you run a business, please consider advertising it to people who share your same values and principles. The Patriot Listener. Visit 960thepatriot.com or call Heath Garluzzo at 602-955-9600 today. Patriot app tip number two. Set the Patriot as an alarm clock. Open the app, click in the upper right-hand corner, and select Alarm Clock. It's that easy. And now you'll wake up to the Patriot. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Become a fan of 960 The Patriot on Facebook or follow us on Twitter today. Just go to 960thepatriot.com for more information. Everybody. Mark Salem and Andy Salem here at your service, 602-508-0960. Let me tell you real quick about Action Auto Repair. They're located at I-17 in Deer Valley. We talked about them a few minutes ago. It's a full-service, family-owned op- operation. It's an auto repair shop that served the Deer Valley and North Phoenix area since 1983. Tom owns it. I've known Tom since at least 1979. Whatever your repair needs are, Tom and his staff are well-known for quality workmanship, honest, excellent customer service, and a pretty doggone good fast turnaround time. They have ASE master certified technicians, and they get the job done right the very first time, or at least they work hard. And everybody knows that if the car comes back, every all of us shop owners knows whose fault it is. And Tom is the first guy to raise his hand and say, we did this wrong. So we all know how to do that, and that's the difference between my best list of shops and some of the other ones. 
So nevertheless, Tom is at Action Auto, I-17 in Deer Valley, northwest corner. Let me tell you a real quick story. Lady takes her car into a repair shop, and they tell, and she talks about a noise. First thing in the morning only occurs first thing in the morning. Doesn't occur during the rest of the day. They call her and tell her it needs a transmission. I think it was $3,800. Her boyfriend calls me. He's a friend of mine. He says, da-da-da. And I said, you know what? I don't want to talk to you. I want to talk to Bonnie. Um, she's the one that knows. And he laughs, and he says, here's your number. And I said, just have her call me. So she calls me, and we go through this. When does it make the noise first thing in the morning? Does When you rev the motor, does the noise change with the rev? She says, yes. How long does it last? Anywhere from five seconds to maybe a minute. And does it do it any other day? No. Hot or cold? Only cold first thing in the morning. Now, when you if it's making the noise and you're in a hurry and you put it into reverse, does the noise still there? Yes, it is. But when it's in park, the noise is there. Yes, it still is. I said to her, I don't think this is a transmission problem because when you're in park, the transmission's not doing anything. So how can it make the noise? What does it sound like? She says, it sounds like it's coming from the front of the engine, up in the engine compartment. I say to her, you know what? I want you to go call him up and say this. Call him up and say, um... You know, my dad's in Wisconsin, and, and I'm going to have to borrow some money for this transmission. So um, would you just, would, you know, write down what it needs and then put your name and your phone number there because I'm going to fax this to my dad and have him call you because I need to borrow money from him. And they say, okay. So she gets there, and they hand her her ticket, and the ticket is folded in half, and it's stapled. So she walks out to her car, and she opens it up, and there's nothing on it. It just says, check transmission. Or check noise. I don't know which one it meant. But there's no name. There's no nothing. So she goes back inside and says, well, you know, just write down the estimate there. And then, you know, sign, put your name there so my dad who knows who to ask. And then put the phone number there. And they said no. So she takes it to another shop. And they determined that the timing chain tensioner is bad. So they do $2,200 worth of work at the front of the engine. And then she calls me later and says, car fixed. So the question is, is the question is, is did you learn anything from that? That's where you separate the men from the boys, the good from the bad. Because those of us that play by the rules and, and are honest to you, we're going to write that down and sign our name to it. But those guys that won't write down their estimate, write down their diagnosis, sign their name and put their phone number next to it, are guys that you need to worry about. So that's my story. And that's a true story. Larry, good morning to you. How can I help you? Hi. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I have a 2009 Dodge Charger. And recently I had a radiator flush, and now the heat only works on the passenger side, and then the air comes out cold on the driver's side. And it's the same through the vent or through the foot panel. Um, just trying to figure out what's causing that. Okay, it, it, the flush is done underneath the hood, so it's very unlikely. I can't think of a hypothesis that would say this. Here's what you have. You probably okay. have automatic temperature control, where the passenger can pick one temperature and the driver can pick the other. There is blend doors and activa activators underneath the dash that will give my wife 80 degrees and give me 62 degrees. So you have a door problem, and that door okay. problem is preventing it, it, it from doing what you're commanding it to do. Now, there are some procedures that are somewhat easy to reset the parameters. They're, they're all different, but I want to give you an example. But don't try this on your car. You would turn the key on and off three times. 
then you would turn it to the on position you would turn the air on and put it at uh, 90 degrees and then you would turn it off then you would turn it to 60 degrees and then turn it on and then you turn the key off and you walk away for 60 seconds i'm i'm making fun of the procedure but what we're doing is is the computer is going to open and close each door and the reason why the computer knows it's at the open position and the closed position it's monitoring the electrical consumption of that circuit so the electrical consumption is 2 amps until the door hits a stop and then it skyrockets to 10 so then it commands it to close so forth and so on you need to have somebody diagnose it it's probably going to be a motor it's probably going to be under the dash it's coincidental that it happened during their flush because one has nothing to do with the other one of them is an electrical actuator motor and the other is mechanical work where you're flushing um, liquid out of the uh, the coolant now out of the engine it is true that they were flushing the heater core but the heater core is behind the glove box but their activity is underneath the hood so I would think that you're I, I think I'm 99 percent sure your problems underneath the dash an area they weren't at okay all right well the um, I guess one complication the air conditioning does work on both sides but the heater different okay now if that door I want you to picture an upside down Y okay mm -hmm. I, I want you to picture a Y right side up the left arm of the Y is hot air and the right side of the Y is cold air and then the the stalk of the Y the letter Y is the vent are you with me mm -hmm. yep. if that door sticks t and closes off the hot side then all you're going to get is cold side no matter what you ask for. Okay. Yeah, now, yeah. let me explain. That door, I can't tell you how many lipstick containers, how many straws from Jack in the Box, how much crap we find in there causing that door not to open. Not to mention the sodas that are spilled by sitting on the dash and, and, the, and the caramel in there. So somebody has to go in there and fix it. This isn't going to cost you a lot of money. Just have somebody diagnose it. But ask them, is this something you've done before? Because you don't want okay. no three-whiskered kid doing this job okay yeah okay thanks a lot thank you larry chris you have to stay there i got to take a break but i promise to get you first right after the break first thing no matter what 1141 we'll be back right after this now you have a friend at thunderbird automotive and his name is tom fletcher in 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB Online Directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, heard every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. This Sunday, historian Dr. Steve Carroll returns with his essential Dateline Middle East news analysis and commentary. Learn about the essential news from the Middle East. 
Dr. Carroll's presentation is not to be missed. Please spread the word about this very important show. That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. It takes 12 years to create a graduate. It takes about the same time to create a dropout. The difference between a child becoming one or the other could be you. Studies prove that reading to a child regularly dramatically improves reading skills. And kids who read well by third grade are four times as likely to graduate. So United Way is calling for one million volunteers over the next three years. We're asking you to step up, make a pledge, tutor a child who needs help, mentor a kid who needs someone on their side, volunteer to read to children, make a difference. Because when a child advances, we all advance. Entire communities improve. The path to success or failure starts long before graduation day. And the difference between a graduate and a dropout could be you. Be a reader, tutor or mentor. Give, advocate, volunteer. Live United. Take the pledge. Go to liveunited.org now. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Hi there. I'm here for my flu shot, and I heard there's an option for people 65 and older. There is, but you actually have to be 65. Very flattering. Thanks. I'm Judith Light. You know who I am, right? I just turned 65, and I know your immune system gets weaker with age, and I don't want to miss a day of work or risk spreading the flu to other people. Well, I don't think we've met before, but what I do know is you can't be 65. Okay. What if I said I only have one life to live and I need protection against the flu? Nope. Nope. How about who's the boss of my health? I am. Uh-uh. Flu season is here, and people 65 and older need to ask about the vaccine made specifically for their age. Flu vaccination is especially important for people with chronic conditions like diabetes and heart disease, which can worsen with the flu. I'm so sorry about that. I thought you were, like, 35. Don't apologize. Visit the National Council on Aging at ncoa.org slash flu to learn more and talk to your doctor about vaccine options for people 65 and older. Welcome back, everybody. 45 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. Andy Salem sitting to my left, and um, I'm, my name's Mark Salem. And Monday through Friday, um, both of us can be found at uh, our repair shop in Tempe, Salem Boys Auto. We're not here to talk about our shop. We're here to talk about all the other good shops in town. And But if you live in the Tempe Chandler, West Tempe, West Chandler, Gilbert, Ahwatukee, Sun Lakes area, we are probably a close shop to you, and you're welcome to come to our facility if that's what you want to do. The rest of you, I would prefer that you go to SalemBoysAuto.com, which is our website, and find a repair shop, a body shop, a transmission shop, a diesel shop in your geographical area. We've divided the city into four quadrants, northeast, northwest, southwest, and and southeast, and I'm pretty sure you could find a shop there, and all these shops are good shops that have been around a long time. So that's the purpose of of, uh, of what we do is is to make the good guys in our industries look good, and um, we we send you know I have family who live in North Phoenix that go to some of these shops, and um, I wouldn't send my family if I didn't know that they were going to treat them right, and that's the same thing. I'm not going to send you to somebody I know that's going to take advantage of you. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Automatic Transmission Exchange. We call it ATE. They've been rebuilding transmissions in the Phoenix area since 1968. Phil and his staff are transmission diagnostic experts. Transmission repairs and replacements done by Automatic Transmission Exchange have gone to the next level in this respect. He's got a new piece of equipment that allows him to actually operate the transmission before he puts it into your car. 
what happens so many times is, is, and it happens to us, you work on a transmission, you put it in the car, and you made a mistake or you've got an oil leak. So that's going to set the whole process back a day or two because now you've got to take it all the way back out, fix it, and put it all the way back in. Now, the customer doesn't pay for that extra in and out. You do. Well, Phil has the ability to test the operation of that transmission and its ability to not leak fluid right there before he puts it in your car. So there's very few transmission shops in town that have that ability to test your transmission. So if you live anywhere in central Phoenix, anywhere at all actually, 40th Street in Washington is where Phil's at, Automatic Transmission Exchange, 40th Street in Washington, and he's open from 8 to 12 for your convenience. And like the other guys on our list, he'll drive your car for free, he'll talk to you for free, and he'll give you good advice. Uh, you probably want to stay away Monday mornings and Friday afternoons because yeah. those are kind of busy times. So you got anything on your mind? Nope, not that I can think of. Off Any more stories you want to tell about your father <laughs> to embarrass the heck out of me? Oh, that would take days. That would take days. <laughs> okay, so I, I got a guy that sent me an email, and he says, I've, my daughter's got a car, and it cranks but doesn't start. And he said, is there an accelerator pump on this fuel-injected car? And the accelerator pump is the pump that squirts gas in every time you touch the throttle. So I write back, and I go, no, there is no such thing. I said, what has to happen is, is somebody has to figure out whether we're missing spark or fuel. Because if we're missing spark, it'll crank but won't start. And if we're missing fuel, then it'll crank and they'll start. Mm -hmm. He writes me back and he says, they finally got it running. They took it to a shop and the shop sold them a, f and they told him, your fuel injection system needs a tune-up. And he says, what do you think about that? And I said, well, that's not going to fix a, no, a crank but no start condition. Now, notice, that, folks, the technical words I'm using here, crank but don't start or catch. People will come in, and, and, and it's not because they're trying to be mean. They just don't know the difference. It doesn't start. Well, it doesn't start is one of two. It doesn't go, or it goes, but it doesn't catch. And you have to know there's a big difference. If you hit the key and it doesn't go, then we have a battery, a starter, a neutral safety switch, an ignition lock assembly. We have one of those problems. But if it goes rrr, 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 and it doesn't catch, then it's spark or fuel. So you have when you 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 can't just say it doesn't start. It doesn't start because, because <laughs> you help in just those little few words help in the diagnostic process. A no crank, no start. It makes one click. It makes rapid clicking. Okay, we we know that that's on the no crank, no side, no start side. But if we've got a crank, no start, then we know, okay, we've got fuel spark, some sort of issue like that. Do you make those noises in the lobby when no, you're handling customers? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I ask the customers, too. <laughs> exactly. What is it doing? <laughs> so you don't go... Rrr, 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 rrr. No. All right. Uh, and, and this goes back to... And it's, it, women are not... The men are the worst. Yeah. The men are the worst because it doesn't start. They throw the keys at you. Wait yeah. a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I need more than it doesn't start. Yeah. And then you walk outside, hit the key, boom, starts right up. And so you go, now what do I do? Yeah. So I need to know if it's cranking and it doesn't catch or run. And is this a no run? We got a crank but no run? Or we got no crank? And you you described it even better than I did. Is it a click or two or is it tick, 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 yeah. a rapid fire machine gun type or, click? Or, you know, people will say it, it doesn't start. Okay, well you know but it eventually will okay well are you cycling the key on and off a bunch of times and then you know every third time it will start that tells us something yes so any information that people can give us to kind of help pinpoint is 
is great. We had a, one of our best customers. He had brought this 56 Chevrolet in how many times because of a no-start condition. Mm -hmm. He'd hit the key and nothing would happen. Yeah. Eddie, uh, one of our senior technicians, is assigned to the old cars. And every time Eddie could get it to happen. Mm -hmm. So I got to the point where I said to the customer, you know what, we'll, we'll change out the battery, we'll change out the starter, we'll just do that for you, and we'll see what, what we can do. So one day we talked, and then he called me back the next day, and he goes, I figured it out. He said, Eddie was soft on the key. Mm -hmm. So he just hit the key until it cranked. But I was turning the key fast and hard to the right to the stop, and it won't crank there. So he says, if I were just to just gently take the key and rotate it clockwise at, at 2 o'clock to mm -hmm. 2 o'clock, he said, I was, I was taking it all the way to 3 o'clock. But he says, it cranks fine and starts fine at 2 o'clock. Yeah. And, and so communication. Communication That's, is so important. He fixed his own problem. Yeah. Um, there, it wasn't really a problem. It was, yeah, I mean, just he something was, he was doing not, not, that we weren't doing and that we kind have of you, figured have out. Have you seen the size of this guy's hands, too? He's no. a big guy. Mm -hmm. So I can imagine him with his big old paws grabbing a hold of that key and just hammering <laughs> that thing to yeah. the right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So th that communicate. What portion of communication at the front counter of our shop creates havoc? I mean... 10% of our communication is deficient. Mm -hmm. We and the customer are not on the same track. Yeah. So that necessitates diagnostic money spent where we shouldn't have been spending money. Yeah. Or, you know, the kids are driving it and the parents are calling in the problem or husband and wife or we're not talking to the driver of the vehicle. So that's a big problem because it gets lost in translation and it's just... A mess. But but I, I'm going to tell you, though, I, I firmly believe that women do a better job talking to us than men do. Because mm -hmm. men want to tell us what's wrong with it. Yeah. The women, I remember this. You, this is this used to happen all the time on General Motors cars. All the time. You get off the freeway. It's only on the freeway. You're getting off the freeway. And you come to a stop at the exit ramp. And the car feels like you have a force speed, but you forgot to push in the clutch. So it comes... And it dies. So you put it in neutral or park, and you start it up, and it starts fine. The minute you put it in drive, it lurches forward and dies. Thousands of cars had a bad torque converter clutch solenoid. Mm -hmm. Thousands of them. Millions of them. Thousands of our customers. So... The women would tell, use that synopsis about four speed. It's like I had a four speed and I came in and was braking, but I didn't push the clutch in. Oh, guys would tell us all kinds of stuff. You know what the diagnosis was on that? Hmm. Just disconnect a stupid connector to the transmission for the torque converter clutch. Give them the car back and say, tell come see me. Happens. Come see me in two weeks. They come back and they go, hasn't happened once. Okay, fine. Plug it back in and say to the ladies, this is where it's at. Mm -hmm. So they drive it. They said, yep, it's back. I said, well. I can fix it, but if you don't want to deal with it right now, just unplug that yellow thing I told you to plug in, yeah. and they do it. One lady said, my fingernails really aren't designed for that. And I said, well, you come by mine are. <laughs> <laughs> so that communication level is is uh, is pretty so important. Okay, so um, I got another email, and, uh, and a guy said to me, and he was very nice, too. He said to me... Um, Oh, folks, if you want to send me an email, you can, but I need you to give me your phone number. The reason I want you to give me, I don't have a database. I'm not going to keep your phone number. You're going to send me an email to my private phone. I'm going to get it on my private phone. 
I'm going to call you back, but it's going to be a blocked number for obvious reasons. My wife would kill me if we went to dinner and my phone rang off the hook. So I'm going to call you back on a blocked line. My email address is easy, mark at SalemBoysAuto.com. Mark, M-A-R-K, at Salem, spelled like the cigarette, boys, B-O-Y-S, auto.com. If you have a car question, I don't care. Any time of the day or night, first thing in the morning, I check all my emails. And those of you that leave me a message, I call you back. So anyway, if you want to do that, mark at SalemBoysAuto.com. But anyway, it he said, would you install my transmission? Oh, yeah. So he had shop number one diagnose it. Mm-hmm. Then he's using a shop out of Texas to provide him with a rebuilt transmission. And he wants shop number three to install it. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, that is the recipe for disaster. Yeah. Because shop number one's diagnosis is wrong. You're going to buy a transmission in Texas, have it shipped here, and have me install it. Then what happens is you have the same problem. And shop number one's going to say, Mark didn't install it right. And Mark's going to say, you didn't diagnose it right. The only way Mark can guarantee that you didn't diagnose it right is to provide a free diagnosis. Mm-hmm. So now I have to fix his problem. Now, if somebody doesn't flush the transmission cooler, because the old cooler or the old transmission came apart and filled the transmission cooler full of metal. If somebody doesn't flush that, then all that metal ends up in the new transmission. Yeah. So then at that point, then the rebuilder says, I'm not going to warranty this transmission that failed because I gave it to you clean and you're giving a big full of metal. So you have all these dynamics. So I said to him, you really should have the guy who diagnoses it do the work. Because now let me ask you a question. If somebody comes in and says, he said that I need a new starter. What are you going to say to them at the front counter? I would I would say that we still need to diagnose it ourselves. There's, Absolutely. There's no question. So, I mean, if we do the, that's the only way we can really stand behind the repair and make sure that it is 100% fixed. The customer's in the middle otherwise. Yeah. Because if if they say put an alternator in and you put an alternator in and it doesn't work, then then it's a three-way conversation. Yeah. Shop one says shop two screwed up. Shop two says all I did is what the customer told me to do so the customer says i don't want to pay for a new alternative because that didn't fill my problem i said fine shop number three says go back and talk to shop number one shop number one says well shop number three probably didn't do a good job it's i mean the customer may be out a second diagnosis fee but in the big scheme of things it's in their best interest but if they if they hang their hat with the first shop and say to them look them in the eye and say look it i'm going to pay you x amount of dollars and you're going to get rid of the noise period I don't want to pay for guesses. Mm-hmm. I want to pay for fixing, not guessing. Mm-hmm. So if we're going to guess, we're guessing with your money, Mr. Shop Owner, mm-hmm. because you're risking here $185 if you better get rid of my noise for $185, because if you don't, then I'm going to have a tough time paying you. Yeah. So I just want to hear, I want you to look at me, I want you to eye to eye, and I want to know you're going to fix my problem, not guessing. Yeah. Now, there is time for guessing, yeah. but you have to explain it. And the guess, the, yeah, the shop has to say up front, you know, right. this is a guess. Do you want to spend $150 as a guess? It's an educated guess, but do you want to do it? Or it might be $59, yeah. or it could be $35. Yeah. It could well, be whatever anything. that number but is. But whatever the number is, we're guessing with your money. Mm-hmm. Are you listening to us? It's cheaper than the diagnosis. This $85 is cheaper than the $150 we're going to charge you for diagnosing mm-hmm. it. And we feel 85% sure this is what's going to be. Okay, one more time my email address Mark at SalemBoysAuto.com. Mark at SalemBoysAuto.com. And you're going to get an answer from me personally, I promise you. Just send it there. 
And uh, thank you for spending your Saturday with me. We'll see you next Saturday at 10.